Welcome back to Prime Your Day, Prime Your Life and the podcast from Adamo. Today we're talking sales tactics and in particular we're focusing on the discovery call. Really important part of the sales process to help you find, convert and keep clients. So enjoy and take away our four-step framework on how to make your discovery calls go well. Enjoy and see you soon. So this is what I call nailing the pitch, or uh, it can be doing the demo. And I really think that this part is a two-sequence step. So if you are doing a sales call for somebody and they're ready to move ahead, even if it's just a sales call, I would really recommend that you break the sales call into two component parts. And the first part is fact-finding and understanding before you then go into your offer or your sales pitch. And it could be on one phone call, but the phone call really needs to be constructed in two separate ways. My ideal mechanisms, if you can, is to do the sequence in two stages. So first of all, you say, Gareth, I'm really interested in giving you a proposal. However, what we'd like to do first is invite you to a telephone call or a Zoom meeting just so I can understand really what it is you're trying to achieve as part of your coaching process or as part of your sales program. And then from that, we can then give you a proposal that's specifically tailored to your needs. So you try to break it into two component parts. If you have to do it on a sales call, that's okay, but try to still position it in two separate parts. So the discovery phase is ideally a week before the actual pitch, if you can. This is for something that's really massive. And you're also playing more emphasis here on the pitch later on. And by doing it in two phases, you're not going to qualify people in. So when it does come to your final pitch, you can make sure the right people are going to be there. You can preempt objections and you can find out really in detail what's important to the client so that when you do go into pitch phase you're only talking about what's relevant to them if you possibly can record the discovery call and the reason why this is so so important is because by recording it it means that you're totally zoomed in on the content you're not trying to write things down you're not trying to scribble your notes and hey my notes i can hardly read them back anyways afterwards. So if I record the call, it means that I'm listening with both ears intently on what Jill's saying. And then I can go back and record anything I've missed. The most important thing about recording is that I can then take the specific words or the specific phrases that the prospect uses. And this is neuralistic programming in its best method. We're mirroring, we're creating rapport. And when we then use those words or terminologies or phrases back in our sales pitch, the prospect really takes notice because using the exact language, the exact words or the phrases that they gave us. And that's why recording a call is so, so important. And hey, it's also a good training for yourself because you can hear where you messed up. Or when you listen to the recording, you can hear when they got animated or when they got a little bit passionate or when they are a little bit hesitant. Those are all clues that you can use to put into your sales pitch methodology. If you want to, you can qualify it as well. 
I'm not a great fan of qualification in the demo phase because I think that they've pre-qualified themselves in to actually be on this call in the first place. But of the two or Bant or others, I like NEAT because it also assesses the current situation of the economy. And as Tony's just talked about, every day is a shifting sand and the NEAT process allows you to talk about economic impact. But really, you want to make sure that when we get to the demo phase, for example, using the A access to authority, is there anybody else that needs to be there before we can say, yes, we're going to proceed? And they might say, oh, yeah, actually, I need to bring Sarah in, who's my CEO, and it would be good to make sure she's there. OK, great. Well, can we put a call in so that yourself and Sarah are going to be there? So that's the neat process you could bring in. Preparation is important, making sure your demo calls have a framework which we're talking about today. And there's a famous quote there from Gary Player when the, the media professional said, it's funny, Gary, you seem to be winning more and more golf tournaments. And he said, it's funny that the more I practice, the luckier I get. So always prepare. So this is my four step framework. And I use this, I used this just last week when I won that client from LinkedIn. It's my four F framework. And this makes sure that you take a call on discovery from a point of nothingness to really good substance. So the first F is I call it friendship or foreplay. And this is just kind of cutting the ice, getting to know each other, and it's building rapport. We're trying to find places or things that the prospect talks about that we can then reflect back either because we're also in the same place or we might know somebody else that's in that experience or that skill set or the holiday. So just open questions, but please use open questions which start with something like a how, a what, a when, a where, a who. And you just say, hey, Alexa, how are you? How's your week been? What's been going on? What's good? What's bad? And just you know, interested, what have you been working on this week? What's of interest to you? And they might suddenly bring in something personal. They might say, well, you know, it's half term. Kids are doing my head in because they're always around in the office. And then you can say, yeah, I'm just the same, isn't it? A nightmare trying to get stuff in and they kind of come in and whatever you think is a priority, they don't think I totally get that. And you're just creating this friendship or a foreplay as part of, you know, if you were looking at it as a dating situation. We're not going too hard on the jugular. Step number two is get the facts down. We need to get the facts from the prospect before we can then deliver our solutions. And it could be something like this. So based on our last call or the last email or the time that I met you networking, what's challenging you right now? But a lot of people talk about pain points. Pain points are great, but also we should talk about exciting things, priorities. What's exciting you? What, what things are you focusing on in the future? And don't just take the first couple of answers they give to you. Just say, OK, that's really interesting. That's making me quite curious. Anything else? And just get as much fact from them as possible. What's getting in the way? How long has this been an issue for you? How long have you been, in, been to do this? We're really trying to dig quite deep here as to how they're really feeling. How big an issue is, it, is this? And how have they tried previously to talk about this? So, for example, coaching, I might say, it's curious to be having this conversation today. Tell me, um, have we been in a coaching relationship with anybody else before? Yeah, he was a right tosser. He really scammed me, took everything from me and gave me nothing in return. OK, all right. 
that's a really big emotional trigger there that I've got to make sure that I use as part of my own demo going forward. And that's how the beauty of the recording can really get that out of the voice because you can hear when they change their pitch and change their tonality. So that's step number two of the two F's. Number three, F is the future. This is when we begin to envision where we're taking the prospect. They are asking you to hold their hand and give them a solution, whether it be a car, a print solution, the finance, the website. And you just say something like, OK, I'm interested, Jill. If we fix this, what would this enable you to do? And with that in mind, how do you think how do you think I can help you? And that's a really important question there, because they're now going to say to you what you need to do to help convert the sale. So bearing all the things you've talked about, how do you think I can help you? OK, interesting. Yeah. Anything else? And they'll give you more indications of the emotional things that get, enable you to convert the prospect. So that's step number three. And the final F is finish. This is where we're going to close to get ready to pitch our offer. So that's really interesting. Steve, I'm really get everything you've said here. Lots of things to think about. Tell me, Steve, where do you think we should go from here? That's a lot to think about. What's the next step that you can see from here? And generally speaking, what happens then is they'll expect you to deliver them your hot offer. But I would always try to say, you give me so much here to think about. The best next step for me is for us to have another call, go on a Zoom or have a meeting face to face. And I'll take you through piece by piece how I think we can deal with some of the facts you talked about, how we can help you get to your future point. And then we can talk about going forward. And that's when you see your offer full of all the things they've given you as part of this 4F framework. Make friends with them, get the facts, talk about the future, and then finish it off. It's a really simple four-step framework that I use all the time. They don't appreciate that I'm going through a system, but in my head, I'm using a four-step framework to try to make sure I don't forget anything. And then I've got all that ammunition to then put into my sales pitch.